Welcome back to Asystematic Theology. I'm your host, Daniel Passini, and today we're talking about food. Every species on planet Earth eats from uh, plants that consume sunlight and carbon dioxide to the beasts and animals of the field that consume other animals to the fish of the sea that consume plankton and shrimp and uh, even other fish, even to humans, that, and we consume all kinds of food, plants, animals, and everything. Um, we all eat in one way or another. But do you know the one thing that sets mankind apart from other species when it comes specifically to food? We are the only species that cooks our food. Think about that. No other species on the planet cooks their food. And it's really cool because there's this beauty and deliciousness that comes from cooking our food. Because cooking with heat changes the food. And it changes it both physically but also chemically. And one of those chemical reactions is a process known as the Maillard reaction. It's what gives brown foods their distinct flavor. So think of things like fried dumplings, toasted marshmallows, a steak that's been perfectly seared on both sides, or things like the golden texture of cookies and breads. And listen, I'm sure we can all relate being in the mall or walking by an Auntie Anne's store and you get that whiff of what heaven smells like and your mouth just begins to water. That smell, that deliciosity, yes, I went there, I said deliciosity, is the Maillard reaction in action. And it's really the real reason why we need what I think to be smell-o-vision when we watch the Food Network channel, so that you can smell all of those delicious foods that they're cooking. So in 1912, a French chemist by the name of Louis-Camille Maillard was trying to reproduce um, biological protein synthesis. And while he was doing that, um, he became the first person to describe this chemical reaction between reducing sugars and amino acids and what's now known as the Maillard reaction. And so this, this process usually happens quickly between about uh, 280 and 330 degrees Fahrenheit. And that's why recipes calls for uh, preheating your oven to uh, the specific temperature, a pan to the specific temperature. Um, and just, just to be clear, this is not caramelization um, because that only involves sugar and is usually at higher temperatures. The Maillard reaction actually involves amino acids and sugars. Um, and so that, that temperature range in your oven and with your pan is meant to quickly make this Maillard reaction happen. And so think about the dangers of if we were to just have a raw food diet. When we mix flour, water, egg, and oil, and a few other little ingredients, we get this bowl full of inedible slime and uh, goo. But when we turn up the heat, we get this beautiful pan of aromatic bread that becomes a treat for all of our senses. And you see there's a fad that's going around touting the benefits of only consuming uh, raw, like a raw vegan diet because, quote, you can't see me, but doing the quote, the air quotes, cooking is bad. 
And they claim that cooking breaks down the nutrients of food and it kills the enzymes and yada, yada, yada. And it's true. Cooking does, with some foods, it does reduce the nutrients. It changes them. Um, it changes the, the profile of the food. But then on the other hand, it actually provides other nutrients whenever we cook it. Um, and when it goes through this cooking process, or it, it can actually even help our bodies absorb nutrients because of a, a chemical that it gets rid of or uh, uh, the way the process works uh, with cooking. But that's a lot of chemistry that we're not going to get into today. Um, but there's actually a whole slew of foods that are better for you when you cook them over eating them raw. And I'll put a link to some of those in the show notes. So why all of this talk of food, chemical reactions, nutrition, and cooking? Well, because food, like our faith, is changed for the better when we turn up the heat. Like steel that's tempered in a fire, like foods uh, made more delicious when they're cooked, our lives and our faith are made more delicious when we turn up the heat. In cooking and in life, we often want to skip the prep work and get straight to the reward. And uh, we want to get straight to the meal. We don't want to have to go through this process. Uh, we want to skip the hard seasons and get straight to the reward. We want to live, well, we actually, we do live in this DIFM or do it for me culture. Um, and that's why you can go to the store and you can buy pre-cut fruits and vegetables um, that you don't even have to do any prep work for your meal. You can buy the vegetables already cut up to put into your, your different meals so that you don't even have to go through that process. We live in a do-it-for-me culture. Um, and that's, that's why you can also buy things like meals ready to go. You can um, look at the fast food business and it's booming and the prosperity gospel preachers are thriving because it's this, this skip the hard stuff and just get to the reward uh, type of mentality. We want it easy. We don't want to turn up the heat. But really, there's a danger to living in a, a microwave society that seeks instant gratification or instant maturity or um, the worst of all, really, are instant meals. Microwave meals have low nutritional value. Listen, I'm not a trainer anymore, but I was a trainer and worked with people from 8 years old up to 80 years old. Um, and worked with nutrition and um, did that for 10 years. And microwave dinners have terrible nutritional value. Yeah, you can pop a Jenny Craig in the microwave to help stay on your diet, but you're losing an incredible amount of nutritional value compared to a fresh meal. I'm going to step off my soapbox now. I'm sorry. But this is why we have to do hard things on purpose. This is why we have to choose to step into those difficult seasons and not see them as these detrimental things to our lives, but see them as opportunities. It's the reason why when life's most difficult seasons come, <coughs> 2020, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, there was something in my throat. Um, it, it's making our lives more delicious. Listen, I can testify, to, just like many of you probably can, that this year has been incredibly difficult uh, with everything that's going on with the coronavirus and with everything else. But um, this is one of those opportunities to make our life more delicious if we'll let it. It's, it's giving it a character and a provenance to our life that doesn't come from a life that's not endured the heat. Think about that. 
do you want to be a life of a bowl full of slime and goo that's inedible? Or do you want to be this delicious aromatic bread that's just a treat for all of your senses? Listen to this. I love this quote from Frederick Douglass. He says, where there is no struggle, there is no progress. And I just want to recontextualize that for our context today, that where there is no heat, there is no deliciousness. So when God is making our lives different, he turns up the heat. We are changed because of the things we experience. We can choose to allow that process to make us burnt or to make us delicious. And there's two secrets to a life that's endured the heat. First, that deliciousness is not about you. When you bake a loaf of bread or bake a batch of cookies, they are best enjoyed in the company of others. They're best enjoyed in community. The spiritual Maillard reaction happening in your life is for you to share later with others when the heat has been turned off. And number two, the great thing about cooking a meal is that even if you mess up, you can always try again tomorrow. Sometimes the cost of that mistake may be higher, just like if you were to burn a ribeye or a New York strip, or it may be something as simple as a burnt vegetable or an overcooked cake. There's consequences and costs sometimes in preparing that meal of life. But in God's kitchen economy, it's not about never making mistakes and completely erasing sin and mistakes from the ingredient list. But it's the continual pursuit of the bread of life, that continual pursuit of living water, because those are the perfect ingredients for eternal life to be incarnated here and now, for Jesus to be incarnated in us and through us to the world around us here and now. And so here's to a life where the heat is turned up because life is more delicious that way. All right, guys, I love you. I hope you have a great day. See you next time. Bye-bye.